What's up? Welcome back to Everything But Hockey. I hope this episode finds you well. That came out sounding like an email. What I mean is I hope you're doing well. You may have noticed we've taken a pause in between episodes, and that's because there were conversations much more important that needed to be heard. So I hope during that time you've been able to take care of yourselves and especially each other. If there's one thing we need more than ever right now, it's kindness and love. And today's episode is filled with love, okay? I was recorded a few months ago, right before the season took a pause, and I've been waiting for the right time to share it. And with Father's Day coming up, I knew this was it. The interview is with one of our Flyers hockey dads, and he is the epitome of a hockey dad. He's got three sons. They all play hockey. Two of them are in the NHL, and one of them plays for the Flyers. So to give you a little hint of whose dad he is, the team calls him Reamer. Claude Drew has lovingly called him Pigeon, and we know him as JVR. I sat down with Franz Van Riemsdyk to find out what it was like growing up hockey. Franz Van Riemsdyk, welcome to everything but hockey. Well, thank you very much. I'm so happy to have you here, first off. Let me just paint a picture for everyone listening. We are currently in my dressing room at the Wells Fargo Center, but pre-warm-ups, because you want to watch James during warm-ups. That's right, yeah. You don't get sick of all this hockey stuff all these years. No, 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 no. Jeez, it's uh, year 11 now for James, which is, like, amazing. I can sort of very clearly remember when he was drafted. So so that goes by pretty quickly. But never for a moment do you take it for granted. It's just such a huge uh, privilege, you know, to – and every every once in a while I have to smack myself in the face, upside the head to sort of say, is this really happening? Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's pretty uh, unreal to have – Three boys, all athletes, two in the NHL. Bring me back to James's draft day. Yeah. Because it seems like pretty fresh. Yeah. Well, that was back in uh, 2007. So uh, so there were, you know, a lot of great memories. My dad was able to be there. He's since passed away. But I know that, uh, you know, he was just uh, over the moon about it all. And... Uh, Again, it was so surreal, you know, um, uh, and the support that he also got, uh, all of us got from our uh, our local friends and families. You know, remember a lot of his school buddies uh, actually piled in a car, drove all the way from uh, from uh, Middletown, New Jersey, to Columbus, Ohio, which is where the draft was that year, and uh, were making a nuisance of themselves throughout town during the draft. There's a great clip during the draft when uh, when Chicago was making their their selection, they picked. Uh, Patrick Kane, and you can hear them in the background, pick Reamer, pick Reamer. And the general manager of, uh, of Chicago at the time, Dill Talon, actually had to pause for a few moments, snarl uh, into the audience about who is making all this noise. And uh, you know, it's just one of, the, one of the sort of crazy memories. That's yeah. so cool, though, to have that kind of friend group. Yeah, no, really, yeah, really pretty amazing, yeah. Did yeah. he have that, like, did all his friends play hockey growing up? Did he become, obviously, ingrained in the group he was playing with? What was... What was that like? Back no, I would say it was a very diverse group, you know, with with uh, with very different uh, interests, you know. So there were a couple of guys that were uh, were athletes, and and a couple of guys that weren't, but were all into sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, so I, I think they all enjoyed sports, but some of them actually played, and uh, some of them uh, and some of them didn't, and uh, some of them were uh, you know really really good in their academics, and some of them were just so so. Uh, but uh, they developed this incredible bond that uh, is still uh, very much in place today. So uh, very gratifying. As, uh, as the old man and uh, for my wife as well to see that uh, he's got such a good uh, support group. Do they come with you to the games? Because I know you somehow managed to go cross country to all of your boys' games, right. which I'll get to that in a second. Yeah. But, uh, well, no, let's go to that now. How okay. do you map out 
where you're going and when? Does it start in you know, the moment the schedules are released? Well, um, actually, we tried to do that. We tried to be very structured and get out the calendar. How many years and, ago was that? And, uh, well, probably like 10 years ago. Okay, okay. Because all those plans would never work. You know, they would always fall by the wayside for one reason or another. So we're pretty much like uh, gypsies. We sort of just fly by the seat of our pants, um, you know, and uh, whatever works at the time. And uh, so we've become sort of uh, expert at, uh, my wife has this one app that where, uh, you know, you can uh, find uh, a good hotel uh, as long as you book it uh, no more than 12 hours in advance I know it or went. something crazy. It's like tonight, hotels tonight. Something, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you get the best deals. You get a great deal. You yeah, probably yeah. have seen a lot. Is there something that sticks out to you in this country, like a cool spot that you wouldn't think is cool based on your travels? Oh, I see. That's a, that's a great question. Um, well, all I can do is, I, I think what I have to do is give you sort of a, a, a cop-out uh, general Give me the cop-out, you know, feed it to me. Which is basically that you forget how enormous this country is. You know, it's yeah. so diverse. And, uh, you know, you think, yeah, this is, this is the United States of America. It's all going to be sort of the same. Well, you know, Philly uh, versus, uh, you know, Columbus versus... Minnesota. Minnesota versus Colorado. It's so, so different. And what's so cool is that, you know, it, it's this game mm -hmm. that uh, has, every, has everyone's uh, interest that uh, is sort of the reason that, uh, that you're all together. You and know? you do get the best of all of that traveling because you kind of see the culture within the arenas that you travel to. Oh, you sure do. It's yeah. like the pocket. Like a, a pretty cool thing I always thought of is, uh, is in Nashville. What a great job they do. I remember the first time we went to a, uh, to a Preds game there um, and I couldn't get over how well informed those fans were and how, they, how well organized they were in their chants and what that was a really good experience wow. and I was sort of expecting something uh, you know more consistent with what Nashville is known for mm -hmm. right more like music and maybe not so much knowledge about hockey but uh, I found that they did a really good job with it yeah that is cool how does Philly compare on the map in terms of I mean we have a crazy passionate as yeah. everyone calls them right. fan base but they really are yeah uh, going back to uh, James's early years here, the, his, his rookie year when they went to the Stanley Cup final was like unbelievable. Every playoff game that they would win, you know, it was uh, you know it was just so loud. And even after the game, coming down the escalators, people were That's so pumped. You know, it was great. You yeah. know, but uh, you know, there's also times where um, they can show their disappointment a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, for for certain players, mm -hmm. it's really really good. You know, that that uh, that you're held uh, accountable for your performance and. This this is their uh, this is their job after all you know you can imagine if you go to uh, places where the fan base isn't as uh, as uh, as uh, enthusiastic that, uh, yeah. that you know you, you don't you don't get a chance to feed off that energy you mentioned something that I think a lot of people forget this is their job right right so a lot of people just see them and they you know James is a hockey player and that is all of him right but who is he outside of this job Ah, good question. Yeah. Um, well, it's so interesting when, when uh, people look at a player, I, I, I assume that they make certain assumptions about what that player must be like. Of and, course. Uh, but you're here to set uh, the record straight. Uh, well, yeah. You know, it, it, it's first of all, uh, while while it is their job, mm -hmm. I don't cons I don't think that any of our boys consider it their job. And I think that's the case for most players. When they get to this level, it's just a passion mm -hmm. and they love it. And whether you're making the league minimum or whether you're being paid a lot of money, they love it. Right. Because if you looked at it on paper how much they quote unquote right. work right 
it's insane. Yeah. So they have to love it. Because well, and that's, that's the other part. People generally don't see all the work that goes into it outside of the game, outside of the on-ice practices. I mean, the attention to uh, their physical well-being, mm -hmm. all of the workouts, all of the attention to nutrition, uh, so on and so forth. It's really, it's really extraordinary. Which your son in particular doesn't, I'm going to get this wrong, but I remember his wife telling me like there's a cryo machine in the house or a sauna or what, something that helps him. Oh, there's, there is, he's got all sorts of techniques. Technology. So he's uh, he's um, he's uh, uh, really sort of uh, I would call him sort of cutting edge. Mm -hmm. All this he's always searching out different uh, ways to uh, to heal, to mend, to perform better. Um, and uh, is there something he's doing right now that he is liking, or something that he's found that cocktail of? It's, I always ask him, and uh, he'll blurt out a couple of words <laughs> because he is sort of a soft-spoken guy. And even at six foot five, it goes right over my head. So I, you know, I don't even ask too many questions about it anymore but yeah he has this uh, this cryo thing yeah. uh, this machine I think it is is that the one with all the light bulbs uh, on it I'm not you know I actually am not too sure yeah, yeah. on it but I know cryo is cold okay and then obviously sauna would be hot and relaxed so no, I'm not maybe sure this is some, maybe this is something else then maybe but, it's uh, yeah. on even on the more cutting edge right than, yeah yeah than what I've heard of but yeah. it's in like you were saying it goes well past when they leave the Wells Fargo Center oh sure no it absolutely does and uh, again the commitment of all these guys and particularly hockey players the injuries and the bumps and bruises that they play through you know it's in, other, hurt. in other sports you know they'd be uh, you know taking some time off and be on the uh, injured reserve list but uh, these hockey players you know they just they just play right through you know, it's an ex extraordinary uh, uh, culture also. Yeah. How, I mean, I guess the, the one question I'm sure you get a lot is like, you have three boys all playing hockey. What did you feed them? Like, what was, how did that happen? Oh, yeah. It's very unusual, especially right. you being from New Jersey. Right. Not another country. Right. From America. It's, it's quite a Rubik's Cube enigma well, situation. Well, I to correct you there a little bit because well, uh, yes. I was actually born in Montreal and uh, my, and you my are, parents were both from Holland. Which, hold on, here I go. Ho chat het. Ho Oh, yeah. well, yeah, I tried. Yeah, thank you, very good. Yeah, very So you're impressive. good? That yeah. means how yeah, are yeah. you? Yeah, it does. And then could you answer lecker? Lecker, here, like, lecker means uh, tasty. Nice. Yeah, nice. a lot yeah. of, yeah, okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't answer with right. tasty, but <laughs> <laughs> I got to brush up on that. So your parents were born in the Netherlands? Yeah, were born in the Netherlands. Okay. And uh, uh, emigrated to uh, Canada in the late 1950s. Okay. I was born there. And um, How'd you get to Jersey? Well, there, our family bounced around a little bit from from uh, Montreal. Mm -hmm. So I, I guess initially they came into Halifax, Nova Scotia, then Montreal, then to New York, then to Holland for about 10 years and then back to New York, which is where we've been uh, ever since. But my father, uh, who takes great pride in saying that my son was born in Canada and my daughter was born in the U.S. and my other daughter was born in Holland. So he really feels uh, that uh, this international component is sort of important. And, uh, and to go along with that, uh, he would sit down with me and say, you know, you're, uh, you're the only Canadian in the family. So I was go, yeah, Dad. And he would say, so it's your obligation to become a hockey fan. And I said, okay. Oh, you were uh, born into this then. Born into this. Early on, dare I say it on a flyer uh, podcast here, you know, I was a big uh, Montreal Canadiens fan. And, uh, and that's how I just, you know, fell in love with the game. And, uh, and then when for Allison and I, uh, kids started to arrive, you know, rather than a baseball glove and a baseball, it was always little mini sticks. And they just loved it. And they were always, you know, bumping into things, irritating uh, family members with knocking stuff over with the mini sticks and whatnot. Yeah, I can imagine but, your uh, household 
all the time was oh. nuts. You know, the basement was like uh, I had to remodel that like three <laughs> times. You know, holes in the paneling, and uh, you know, just you know. Well, the boys better be and, taking know. that out of their salaries now. Yeah, that's what I keep telling them. But uh, you know, crickets, Not- nothing, nothing. <laughs> that is so funny. Wow, hockey. I mean, and hockey also with any sport, you're waking up at like four or five in the morning and go to the rink. Yeah. Is that what? growing up for in the Van Riemsdyk household looked like? Well, you know, yes, it, it, uh, it did, because we were constantly on the road, of course, and uh, but they all loved it. And, uh, you know, there's something about it that I, uh, that I enjoyed, you know, getting up early mm-hmm. and, you know, you're putting on their hockey gear for them when they're real young. And, uh, and uh, you know, you're giving, them a, you're giving them a hot chocolate, uh, you know, on your way to the rink when they're all still sort of sleepy. And then after their skate, they're uh, wide-eyed and, uh, you know, ready for the next uh, event. And so, over time it grows to uh, things a little more complicated yeah no more uh, hot hot chocolate chocolate, you know but there's still like classic moments you know talk about uh, um, you know finding something that you really really enjoy really really love and that your children then also uh, fall in love with it's just great to have that uh, that common interest you can't ask for anything better right yeah for sure as you know they're getting to the pro level like what what is the biggest change in terms of their personality I mean, and how do you deal with the stressors that come? Because it's right. changes; it gets more intense. Yeah. Well, you you uh, you do have to uh, grow some thick skin, I think, mm. because uh, you know even at the youth hockey level, parents can be so crazy that uh, I mean, I used to. Um, yeah. What's go, like the stage mom, stage dad version of yeah. hockey parents like? Yeah. Well, uh, oftentimes hockey parents, uh, you know, are just crazy. And uh, in what way? Well, yelling inappropriate stuff uh, and. Even, at uh, the kids at the kids at the referees you know and they're only eight or nine years old and you know there's there's uh, some colorful language being hurled at the rank and I remember very early on my my uh, my wife would say why are you so antisocial why are you standing all by yourself say in this the corner to of who? the rank say it to me oh. and I said because I don't want to be drawn into any of this stuff I'm going to stand uh, in, in on the corner of the rink and um, you know, if I have something to say, I'll, I'll utter it politely under my breath. You know, very politically and, and correct. Try not to uh, try not to uh, offend, offend anybody. But you know, it's even when you get to the pro level, if uh, if you're uh, if you're at a game, particularly in a visiting arena, and uh, next thing you know, your 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 sons are getting uh, chirped. And uh, what's that like when the know? fans are you know in one ear and the other ear and yeah. behind you, oh, all yeah. screaming yeah. against James or Trevor? Well, typically it's uh, my wife Allison who has the issues with it after like constrain her a little bit said no don't get up don't get up the guy probably had too many beers too much to drink or or whatever don't engage them don't and of course you know something happens and uh i think just when she gets up typically you know as foul as the language can be sometimes when when she gets up it like you know normally it stops pretty quickly maybe even an apology so she crushes them with her eyes i I think so that's an incredible superpower in and of itself yeah and she's you know she's not a big person she's you know 120 pounds or something but they must see the rage <laughs> right she's just like breathing I've venom on them i've seen that once or twice it can be pretty intimidating oh i love that i gotta get allison on everything but <laughs> right. hockey yeah yeah you gotta get her on wow yeah. you yeah. guys you're so cute she'll like, deny it all by the way you know yeah. I'm, I'm very easy going oh no that's not me no well and when any mother when it has to do with their kids like they you know will do anything and oh, everything yeah. to put that to a stop oh for sure oh for sure so i believe it but hearing yeah. about you guys as parents to them i can tell sure you're hockey parents but you care about 
them and the moments you spend with them right. on this journey in this sport so much more than it sounds like the wins and losses. Right. Oh, for sure. I mean, are you just yeah. cherishing every second you can get? Well, you cherish every second you get. Again, it's such a huge privilege, such a huge honor. You can't take it for granted for for a moment for all of them to have gotten to this, uh, you know, very high level of, uh, of play. Yeah. Uh, but ultimately, as a parent, you know, you, you want them to be, you know, what are this, uh, some of the key criteria? You want them to be safe. Mm -hmm. You want them to be happy at their work. You don't want them to uh, uh, feel uh, uh, dissatisfaction in, in, in what they're doing. So, you know, the wins and losses, of course, of course, we root really, really hard. And of course, after a tough loss, you're, uh, you're, you're disappointed. With, yeah. but, uh, but, but our priority, of course, is for their, uh, you know, for their well-being. Happiness. Yeah, and, their, well, and their, their happiness. And you just mentioned kind of the boxes. And as you said, I was checking them off. Yeah. And then most recently is his marriage to Lauren. Yeah, so right. I think we check off the, that personal happiness box. Right, yeah, for sure. Which, for those of you listening who don't know, they had a surprise wedding. Right, that was something else. Dad, yeah. did you yeah. know? Yes. Oh, yes. you did? Yes. Oh. Yeah, we did, but but we were uh, sworn to uh, secrecy. secrecy. Wow. And of course, we've never uh, heard of such a thing, a surprise wedding. And uh, they had all of these uh, things that they did. Um, it, it was it was um, introduced to all of their guests as a uh, as an engagement party. Mm -hmm. But they also had to say, listen, if you think you're going to be invited to the wedding, you're not. Uh, because it's going to be only immediate family. Right, in like so the Bahamas they, or an island or some, exa something. Exactly. Yeah. So so that people wouldn't say, well, I'm going to get invited to the wedding, so, so I'll I won't just blow off the, the uh, engagement And party. they got them to dress up. They so, managed to have so, everyone dress pretty nice. Yeah, so it was a very nice, uh, you know, it was, was sort of, uh, you know, heavy cocktails, engagement party, this and that. And, uh, and uh, you know, after the... Uh, after the cocktail hour, we're sort of whisked into a room where there was a uh, magician that was uh, sort of uh, uh, getting everybody's attention. And the next thing you know, they're, uh, they're walking, walking down the aisle. Yeah, they're and, playing uh, Here Comes the Bride. And it, it's like, you know, we were at a party and a wedding broke out, you know. <laughs> so who else was in on it? Was it just you and Allison and Lauren's parents or who knew? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Pretty much. Because we, you know, uh, like Allison has uh, four sisters. And uh, so when they were told that they were not going to be at the wedding. Oh, I bet they weren't right? having that. Oh, no, no. They, they were furious. And I was getting calls from some of my uh, brothers-in-law and said, hey, man. How many months you, were you vetting? If, oh, yeah. So it was like stressful leading up to it. And then and then afterwards, when uh, when some of their true colors showed, they mm -hmm. were so angry that they weren't being invited to this wedding. Oh, no. You know, a couple of them just bawled down in tears. We're so sorry, you know. Oh, when so, they found out. When they found out that, uh, you know, this it, was, they were always invited to the wedding, but it was a surprise wedding. Wow. So, yeah, it's like yeah. the craziest thing. I can't even believe. I'm so impressed with how they pulled it off. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, you know, they pulled it off together for sure. But uh, you know, it was basically Lauren's uh, brainchild, right? I mean, she did uh, she did a heck of a job. A stand-up so, job, yeah. for sure. Yeah. You mentioned magician. Yeah. And I remember Lauren saying James loves magic. Yeah. It, what What is that? Like, has that been since he was a little kid, or? Actually, I never knew that. Oh. You know, so uh, something uh, new came to the forefront. I, I never knew that he was, uh, you know, uh, a magic in, lover. Yeah, a magic lover. So I, I, I really didn't know that. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Well, surprise wedding and find out more <laughs> and, about and your kid. Yeah, well, that never ceases, right? Just oh. when you think you know them, something pops up. Is there, are you kidding me? <laughs> Where'd that come from? That's so yeah. funny. And not that this was another surprise, but a happy surprise is they're now expecting your first grandchild. Right. I mean, that's really wonderful. Wow. I know. It's, what? Uh, it's like, well, the whole, the whole family. But uh, you know we're all over the moon, and uh, where were you very, when you found sad. out? How did they break that to you? Was it a casual? 
hey, we're expecting, or how did that? Well, so uh, we went, um, we stayed over at their place uh, one night, and uh, I think it was uh, maybe um, in, in the preseason or somewhere uh, around that time. And uh, they said uh, to us, oh, why don't you guys uh, stay over? And, uh, you know, we tried not to crowd them out too much. So uh, we sort of said, well, you know, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. No, no, you guys should stay over. So we stay over. And uh, I think it was later in that day that uh, they said, come on, let's, uh, let's go uh, grab something to eat. And then, uh, um, you know, we're, we're sitting around. And you could sense that there was of something course. coming, but we really? had no idea what. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, they broke the news to us that, uh, you know, they were, were going to be expecting. And, uh, yeah, very exciting time. Yeah, and how about it's a girl? And it's so a girl, right? The, the Van Riemsdyks are getting some estrogen. Wow. I bet Allison's excited. Yeah, oh, for sure. Like, yeah. bring out the bows yeah, and, you know. absolutely right. Yeah, some different colors. Some, yeah, you know? a little bit. Yeah. But, I mean, what are what's, <laughs> what is baby Van Riemsdyk's trajectory? Are, are we putting her in skates as soon as she can walk? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, I figured. That shouldn't even be a question, you know. Like, of course, you know. <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, there's, there's uh, I guess, a growing number of uh, women that are playing. Uh, I know in, on the college uh, scene, all these Division One. Uh, teams have uh, women's teams uh, as well so uh, you know yeah they're why, crushing why, the boys at the skills competitions yeah right yeah <laughs> and then how about that great US uh, Canada rivalry uh, with the women you know mm -hmm. so uh, you know yeah you know we'll, we'll, we'll see the she future is it. limitless you know, she, she likes it great she's Not, being born in the right family yeah. <laughs> to be molded into the next future <laughs> right. women's hockey star yeah who knows no right? joke who oh, knows? no pressure though yeah right no 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 never, never. Um, how, so I do have to wrap this up because I want to get you to go watch warm-ups yeah because you never miss them right no. Right? Try not to. No. Well, I'm not no. going to be the one to make you miss them. Thank Before you. we go, how do we say goodbye in Dutch other than like, later? I know later, later. Yeah. Is that right? So you can say, uh, okay, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Tot. Oh, gosh. Hold on, what? Tot. Dot. No, tot. Tot. De. De. Volgende. Volgende. Uh, volgende. Volgende. Keer. Keer. Kier. Kier. Yeah, which means Whew. until next time. Oh, wow. Yeah. France. Sorry, that's a mouthful. No, yeah. that was... Should have come up with something easier. That was incredible. Until no Thank you for joining us on Everything But Hockey. Are you now going to listen to podcasts more? Oh, absolutely. I'm now a podcast type of guy. You're a podcast yeah. star. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Well, not a star. But yes, you are, Franz. Certainly an enthusiastic uh, listener. Yes. All right. Well, thank you. We loved having you on Everything But Hockey. Thank you. I mean, is he not the sweetest? I literally gave him the biggest hug after this. I felt like I knew him. He shared such family stories and just gave such perspective on James that we would have never had, which to that point, I think we should have more moms and dads on this show. You learn so much more about a person from their parents and they'll usually tell you, no, they'll always tell you stories that the kid would not. So here's to more parents and to that, James and his wife, Lauren, just became parents. They welcomed their beautiful baby girl, Scarlett, into the world last month. So to James, to Franz, and all the dads out there, we wish you guys a very happy Father's Day. And you know what? When you leave a review, leave whose parent you want on the show next. I think that's what we're going to do. And uh, as always, like, subscribe if you're not already. And until the next one, stay safe and healthy and have a fabulous day. 